Hey, what's going on, everybody? I'm Jay, and this is the Rewatch Podcast. I watch movies all the time. Then I like to rewatch them, and sometimes I'll even watch them again. It doesn't matter if they're good or bad or just downright terrible. I'm going to watch them and then tell you all about them. And sometimes I'll have special guests join me. This is the Rewatch Podcast. Welcome back to the Rewatch Podcast. I am Jay Thomas. And before the MCU was a thing, before there was this big Marvel Cinematic Universe, there were just random Marvel movies. Some were good, some were bad, some were somewhere in the middle. And uh, that was where Daredevil kind of fell. I loved it. It was one of my favorites of the Marvel, the pre-MCU Marvel movies. And people never believe me when I'm like, Daredevil's a good movie. The director's cut. Watch the director's cut. And uh, so I have brought uh, one of my best friends in the world, Trey, on here with me to convince you that Daredevil, the director's cut, is a great movie. Trey, welcome to the show. I didn't know I was going to be in the role of convincing people. Yeah, I don't know that that's going to work because I... have been fighting that uphill battle on Daredevil for how long has it been out? Since 2003. Yeah, 2003. It's a long time. I mean, it is uh, almost 20 years since this <laughs> came out, since we've been... Since the the superhero boom, because really it started, I think, in 99 with Blade and then X-Men really took it. I never even think about Blade. I just think of it as his own thing. I don't think of it as like a comic book movie. So, yeah, technically, it's the first Marvel movie that really was big. And then X, I mean, X-Men is really the one that really got things in motion. So I was thinking about this last night watching Daredevil, and I was trying to think of what movies were before it. Um, Were any of the Spider-Man? Yeah, it was was X-Men, Spider-Man, and maybe X-Men 2. So it was pretty early. Yeah. Like doing big feature films. And surprisingly, yeah, with Daredevil's not, you know, he's not a well-known marvel hero either you really think about it's a pretty surprising character to throw a whole movie at that early in them doing movies yeah i know and and that was one of the things like i didn't really know anything about him and we went to it and i was like this is really good i mean we were big uh kevin smith fans so Mm -hmm. you know by that you're kind of a ben affleck fan as well i literally think that we went because it was we'd heard kevin smith say something about how much he loved Daredevil. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I literally think that's why we, we even gave it a shot in the first place. Yeah. And it was, uh, we really liked what we saw. It didn't and do. And the Affleck, of course. I like him as Daredevil. I think he's really good. Me too. Um, and even nowadays, I, I like Batfleck. I have since, he's like the only thing out of that series that I really think they I got did. right. I did until like a week ago. I'll let you put, I'll let you do the math on that. So let's get into it. Daredevil from 2003. I prowl the rooftops and alleyways at night, searching for justice, blind justice, a guardian devil. I was 12 years old. I had lost my sight, but I got something back in return. My remaining four senses functioned with superhuman sharpness. I could hear a whisper a block away, but the most amazing of all was a kind of radar sense. Soon the world will know the truth. There is no proof that Daredevil even exists. That one man can make a difference. What do you want? Justice. Matt Murdock. Nice to meet you. I didn't get your name. I didn't give it. You sure you want to tell me your name? My name's Electra. I have to go. My bodyguard is here. Your bodyguard? In a city ruled by fear. Kingpin just doesn't kill you. He 
killed your whole family. One man will face his greatest challenge. Give me bullseye. The devil is mine. Is that really necessary? Necessary? No. It was fun. And a new hero will be born. Time to give the devil his due. How do you kill a man without fear? By putting the fear in him. <laughs> New York is not a safe place tonight. I have to go. I got work to do. talking about the director's cut because i think it's surprised this was the first time i had seen a director's cut where it's not a totally different movie but it is a much better movie than what we saw originally and we liked the original version yeah and a lot of director's cuts i remember before this were like they had scenes that were extended or yeah they added a couple things the things that they also showed that you don't really notice had an entire subplot that they put in wasn't in the original it was kind of crazy it's so integral to what happens in the end with Kingpin. And it all ties in so good. So 30 more minutes added back to this. Um, it had been a very, I don't remember the last time I watched this other than either. just the other day. I kind of forgot that the uh, opening credits were Braille, which so I thought cool. was really neat. Yeah. I forgot that too. And I was, again, I was like, dope. That was really cool. Um, you, <laughs> the, I will say, as much as I do still like this movie a lot and I love a lot of things about it, there's some really truly cgi in this movie yes the first really bad thing is the rat like after the credits are over i thought it looked first thing you see in the movie is that bad cgi rat it's the early 2000s and uh even i remember even then i was like yeah there's some parts that don't look very good and now it's like oh my god i always want to be like oh no the cgi just wasn't that good back then but i remember at the time thinking oh this is not great everybody just looks really rubbery and it's like oh i hope this probably won't age really good ones though too i know like the whole the first big fight scene when he goes to fight at the bar they have him flipping through the town like through the city yeah that cgi sequence is amazing yeah, it looks good. It looks so good. No, and, and the thing about this movie, too, that it's kind of frustrating is there's like the first half of the movie and there's the second half of the movie. And mm-hmm. they're very different. Uh, yeah. One of the things I really love about this movie is the cast. I actually like a lot. I, brilliant. And but the, the thing that loved now, over time, all the things that I like about this movie are done a lot better in the Netflix series. It's so hard not to compare it to that series, but that series is so good. A lot of people were upset with Michael Clark Duncan being cast as Kingpin nope. since Kingpin's normally a Caucasian person. Uh, I didn't care. He I didn't care either. I but thought he, he was an awesome I thought, I thought he did an awesome job. Wesley, did you know back in ancient times, they would cut the tongues out of their bodyguards their first day on the job? You think that's horrible, don't you? Because you don't like the physical stuff. I do. <laughs> I think I prefer Clark Duncan's. Do you really? Yeah. 
I like how like, he's, he's such an imposing figure. Yeah. But also like just so like calm and collected and cold hearted. You know what I mean? He just well, and the thing too that I I kind of missed him in the director's cut because I, they they add so much stuff. I don't feel like he's in it that much. And when it, they took all that like out, there's less of him because there's more of everything else. Yeah, yeah. Like there's a lot of him in the other one because it's so fast. Yeah. I mean, you think about that. That means they didn't cut a lot of his stuff out. You know. Yeah. I think my favorite thing about this movie still after all these years is Colin Farrell as Bullseye. I mean, he's I think he's the reason to watch this movie. Oh, I see. I'm going to disagree with you on that. Rewatching it again. I wasn't as into him this time around. He's doing a different movie. I think that's so, one thing I noticed. Like so cheesy. All of his stuff yeah, is so cheesy. It's way over the top, but I, I just love how into it he is. Yeah. Oh, he's he's 100% into it. That's for sure. He, and he's making like the comic book movies that we think of like before they were popular yeah, where they're super yeah. cheesy over the top Ken Affleck doing like so his Oscar winner Jennifer Garner she's taking it super serious Michael Clark Duncan and yeah, Colin yeah. Farrell they're doing kind of the over the top hey we're comic book villains <laughs> so bad, so bad. And, yeah. so bad. and you know oh you know what else I noticed all the bad CGI in the whole movie is bullseye surrounded yeah. he looks so terrible when they make so him so bad a CGI everything character. all the scenes that involve him that they use cgi are the ones uh, that are one of the things they added uh was him at the airport going through the like metal detector and he pulls out all the different uh, things that he's got with him that, that looks simple but they're actual you know for him like they're weapons. weapons yeah like the paper and, in his mouth which yeah makes a lot of sense with his powers and whatnot but it kept grossing me out with his mouth and doing just being yeah weird. he was real was lizardy like, Real, and, yeah, a lot of mouth stuff with him in this movie. I, I was not much. a fan of that. One of the, one, <laughs> the, the opening shot that we get of uh, Ben Affleck as Daredevil, he's wrapped around the cross, which is taken directly the church, directly from, from the comic books. Love. Yeah, Gar- Kevin Smith's Guardian Devil, and that's There's one thing. So I think this- many shots in this movie that are directly from those comic books. That's so great, and and really, I think this version, this longer version is a lot like the comics like it is yeah a lot it's what the comics like usually are where you've got the matt murdoch court stuff and then you've got the daredevil stuff yeah you always got two stories going on at the same time you always have mm-hmm. like the vigilante crime fighting and then you've got like the courtroom drama when they do it really well they come together jennifer garner is also another character for as electra i didn't really care for her this time around i didn't get your name I didn't give it. See, again, I disagree. I liked her a lot more watching it this time. Really? Because I was like, oh, I remember Jennifer Garner, bleh, eh, whatever. And then I watched it. I'm like, no, I'm into it. I'm into it. I enjoy the montage with Hoobastank. Now, that's an early 2000s (laughs) phrase if I've ever heard it. (laughs) That's funny. The soundtrack in general. By the way. I love the soundtrack. The soundtrack is so good. So good. It is so of its time. There's More than anything else. On the soundtrack, that is Drowning Pool and Rob Zombie together. That's yeah, all, that's all you need to know about it. Getting back to the like the flashback with the kid, um, I was laughing so hard at his fight with the bullies. So he bad. does like that's one of the times it's like okay, this some of these like effects every, are not really working. Like everything else in the movie, if you focus on the good part, it's awesome. Yes, if you want to focus on the negative, you can totally do that. Yeah, exactly. And, half of that fight is ridiculous. And the other uh-huh. fight is kind of dope. Like him, like whacking the kid in the face is kind of cool. It's very, very the he, comic, too. Like he moves yeah. like he's supposed to in the comics, but I think they do it almost to a fault. <laughs> like they try to stick to it so much of like, well, this yeah. is exactly how he moves. Okay, 
But if you film it this way, it's going to look kind of silly. That's what I noticed in that first, like I, when he goes to that first fight in the bar, which that fight scene, by the way, I forgot how BA that fight scene is. Oh, it's real good. I love it that fight so scene. It's so good. But you know why it's so good? It didn't use any CGI. It was an actual fight scene. All the real action fights are amazing. When uh, when I was watching that scene, Shauna comes in the room and goes, oh, is that Matt Damon's friend? Like, what? <laughs> I mean, I mean, yes, I mean, technically, you're right. Kind of. I think one of the underlying themes of the movie is it sucks to be a superhero. I mean, he looks like he's in so much pain anytime he's not Daredevil. I'm, and I, I really like those parts. Like, I, he, I remember this being the first movie where they really kind of did that kind of stuff. Where yeah. they, really, they really went into like, this dude is not OK. Like his knees cracking every time he stands up. I was like, oh, God, I, I forgot it. about the sensory deprivation sleeping situation i like that a lot which is amazing really good idea yeah he sleeps in the because he can't sleep otherwise because he hears so much stuff i thought that was an incredible detail i completely spaced off on that and i think they added that i don't think that's in the comics anywhere Uh, so i really like i don't i've never seen anybody else do that i think that's a this movie specific for daredevil and i thought it was a great idea it had some really good ideas i mean uh, the director mark stephen johnson is a big daredevil fan which i think is probably mm-hmm. really helpful which is why you get a lot of those like shots directly from the books and this is one of the you know one of those scenes is the first time that you get one of the big major changes from the original because there's this whole subplot with uh, lisa tazio who's uh, like a hooker that gets murdered and coolio, coolio. gets blamed for it Our but as coolio. she's getting murdered like uh, daredevil sees this well, he doesn't see it, but like he hears it all happening, and you see it like next to him, basically. And He's hearing it like it's happening next to him. Yeah, it's really time. messed up. Like it's a kind of a, yeah, a dark, dark dude. This is a dark, dark movie, actually. Yeah, I forgot how dark it was, and this was like this is at the time when you were watching like this is right after Spider Man, McGuire Spider Man. Yeah, this is right <laughs> after a, a semi Power Rangers movie that was Spider Man. This is not it, and I think and that was one come, of the reasons. They and then didn't... you come into Ben Affleck ignoring people getting murdered to go to sleep, and I think that's one of the things. One of the reasons it didn't really do as well is because it, it is a lot darker than. Yeah, I don't think a lot of people we were just had. thought they were going to get this run of the mill comic book movie, and they got a guy with just all the self loathing. Oh God, <laughs> ours is bleeding and people getting murdered and everybody's leaving him he's getting broken up with on voicemail and pushing, up, pushing relationships away all <laughs> kinds of all kinds of darkness in this movie the shower scene where he yanks the tooth out still i cringe yeah like just between the sound effects and just him yanking a tooth out i'm like oh god all the scars he has which is funny because there's a really good picture of uh batman that uh alex ross makes where you see batman's back and it's all scarred up exactly like daredevil's yeah i mean it makes movie. sense though like they did a lot of that stuff where it's like if you were a superhero if this was what you did yeah like, he's on all what the would your life be like like all yeah they have a scene in there where they show all his prescription pain meds I like how, I like the scene so too where you see all of his like his rituals of how he lives just as a blind person as well. Yes, I, thought I do. Really I thought good. they did a lot of like good blind stuff, like how he yeah. holds his money so he knows what denominations they are. Him feeling like how dark his house is. There's no color or anything because obviously yeah. he didn't need it. Like just they, I think they had a lot of good details in for if somebody was blind. All the braille yeah. stuff, all his braille books and notes for court and all that kind of stuff was i thought pretty pretty well done and the whole subplot with lisa tazio is great like it's really mm. interesting and you see him being like a detective in her apartment at one point with uh foggy played by john favreau which i kind of completely forgot that john favreau to. 
was part of Marvel before no, the Marvel you know what? Do, I'm such what? an idiot. I'm going to call myself out on this. So I'm watching the opening credits. John Favreau came up on there, right? And I'm like, oh, dude, John Favreau's involved in this. I was, I like, was IMDbing like what John Favreau had to do with the movie, and he was literally <laughs> like, <laughs> one of the main characters of the movie. <laughs> I know. I was like, oh, you're an idiot. I was like, oh, dude, was he like a producer? Like, did he help write it? Because that's his role now. Affleck, him and Affleck are great together in it too. Oh my I mean, god. Their, like, their chemistry know. was so good. Their, that first conversation in the cafe when he's like, I'm in the fight club and you're not in the fight club. We can't talk about it. Like <laughs> I just their little back and forth. Like that is so a dumb friend riffing conversation that yeah. like we've had stupid conversations oh, like right, that right. a billion times. I mean, they felt very much like they've been friends forever. <laughs> and uh, I like the foggy character. I just think it's funny that, you know, this is 2003 and five years later, John Favreau would basically be kicking off. Mm-hmm. mcu by Big directing time. iron man yeah. and like it's just crazy how that all kind of, and it was only five years later like doesn't this seem like it was a billion years before we got iron man so long before one of the other things i, I really kind of liked was um not the playground fight definitely oh not the playground let's, fight. let's just do it man let's just do uh, it wait a minute wait a minute wait a second take it easy i don't like being touched <laughs> Why don't you tell me what you do like, and we'll start there, okay? Everybody that will tell you that this is a bad movie, the the people that are wrong Uh on this, this is what they will point to. And it is such a glaring, hideous blemish on this movie. It's so bad. You can't argue it because it's so bad. The Matt Murdock, Alexa Nachos, flirt fight on the playground. They're doing... You know... As I was watching it, I was prepared for the its horribleness, right? Yeah. And I'm watching it, and I'm like, okay, okay, it's not that bad. It's not that bad. It's oh no, it's bad. It's bad. It's so bad. bad. It doesn't get bad till they hit the seesaws. Yeah. Up until that, you can excuse it. It's not great. No. You can excuse it once it hits the seesaws. It's over, man. It's over. Also, correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like this is a bad way to start a relationship. Stop hitting. Okay. Horrible. that, not a good way to start. They fall in love in like 3.2 seconds. They saw each uh, other for like the second time and they were like going to run away with each other. There's one thing I think they change in this than than the uh, theatrical cut. And I think after she says her name, doesn't she do like a hmm? The, yeah, the scrunch nose thing. I was waiting the, for it. It didn't happen. My name's Electronachios. Okay, so I'm so I'm not crazy because no. at first I'm like, it's been a long time since I've seen actual Daredevil and not the director's cut. So I was like, I thought that happened no, in this. I, okay. I remember that too. At the end of that horrible scene, she tells him her name. Caps it off with that. And, and she like, does like uh, this little, yeah, a little like nose scrunch. It was cute. That was a cute part. And they took it out apparently. Yeah. Was, I guess they thought it was too much. Um, that, yeah, was that, part. that was the part that, that was scene, too much. I think that scene ruins the entire movie for a big majority of people that don't like the movie. I can't say I blame them. I mean, that's not a good scene in any stretch of the imagination. No, it's bad. Bad news. It's bad news bears. It's the worst. And it was funny. And I, I, when I knew it was coming, I was like, <laughs> man, I think is this why I don't like Jennifer Garner? <laughs> it's that. See, it's that because you yeah. know it's coming if you've seen it before. And you're just like, oh, it's almost here. It's yeah. like uh, it's like the really cringy episodes of The Office when you know they're coming up. Yeah. Pit, well, as soon as Michael like, leaves, is like, oh, here comes the seesaws. Oh no, here they come. Here are the Hulk dogs. <laughs> Hulk they, dogs. Oh my god, Hulk dogs. <laughs> they've they've never really made a very good Hulk. 
No, I don't even, movie. dude. I don't even like Hulk. I'm just gonna say it. I don't give a crap about Hulk. Uh, one of the things I liked in the theatrical cut that they changed a lot is after the really. <laughs> it's not a bad scene. It's just kind of sappy, and I kind of laughed at how, like, just cheesy it was. When it rains, it's like there's a rooftop on the world. Each raindrop makes a sound the first time it falls on a surface. Just then, it's like I... It's like I can see again. And I... I just want to... I just want to see you. The end of the theatrical version, she says stay, and he does. That's he doesn't the, go and stop a one. Yeah, that's the one change in the director's cut that I don't like. And in the director's cut, he leaves and he goes and saves. In the director's cut, he leaves, which is very un-Matt Murdoch-like from the books. Yeah, well, and the thing is... That was the one part in the theatrical version where I was like, nailed it. Like, that's exactly what you were done. Because the the hero always seems to go, which, Mm -hmm. you know, they rightfully should. But Daredevil's always more like, I might get laid. Uh, So I'm going to go get laid now. And I'll hear them later. In a certain number of ways. One of them is he will just let stuff happen. He doesn't feel responsible for every single thing. Yeah. And and he'll totally let somebody die. That, you know, is very clear in the theatrical version. And then, you know, they take it away and he does the very every other superhero movie um, situation where he just goes and saves the day, uh, which he, he does deal with that in the theatrical cut too. Like right. that it's a, a thug, like attacking people. And I had two thoughts on that particular like sequence there. It's different. Um, it's a lot because different. I knew because I knew me and you had both talked about how we like the theatrical better because he doesn't go help. Yeah. But I thought watching it again, that I wonder if they didn't have him go help or didn't have him not go help this time because they'd already had that scene with the girl dying, the girl getting murdered that sets up. They already had, yeah, maybe I never thought about that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I don't know if they thought that. that. Yeah. It would have been kind of a repetitive situation. I really liked that. He goes to fight that mugger or whatever. And it sets up that really great scene where he beats the guy up in his own house. And that kid is there. And the kid is like, don't hurt me. Don't hurt me. And crying. Because he yeah. looked like a devil and just beat the crap out of his dad. And that's in He's that's like, in the theatrical cut too, right? Like he goes, yeah, but it's different. It, it, it works is different, better. Yeah, I think it works better in this version the way they did it. I don't know frustration of having to leave Electra because he was trying to do what was right, and mm-hmm. then he beats the crap out of this guy who's clearly a piece pos. But then he looks like he's the bad guy. You yeah. know, the kid is scared of him. And and then, you know, he says as much, you know, he's like, I'm not the bad guy. And then he repeats that with that cool shot from the roof. He does have much more of an arc in this version. I mean, mm-hmm. he did in the theatrical, too, but yeah, this is a much more fleshed out. Cut up and then comes back at the end. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. It, everything in this one, story-wise, character-wise with everybody, you just get more of it. And it's just a lot better. I mean, I, I think the Daredevil character himself is just so much better in this one between whether it's Daredevil or Matt Murdock, like you just get everything. Mm-hmm. And I mean, yeah, there's some, there's a lot more Matt Murdock in this version, a lot more. And it's right. good stuff. Which like none great. of it's bad. I think Ben Affleck played, played this part really, really well. And I was bummed that I was going to say, you never see him as Daredevil again, but technically he's, there's a scene in Electra, but it's like two seconds long. Lame. It was lame. And I think it was cut. I think it was like a cut scene. I think in the director's cut of Electra is where you yeah. see we were saying earlier, there's a, a lot of things that are just taken directly from the comics. Bullseye is very good at being a uh, a killer. 
I mean, he kills the one guy in the beginning with the paper clips, which I don't know. As someone that has a, a a a double chin that's getting larger as I get older, I don't know that. <laughs> so I don't know that the paper clip was long enough to get to that man's throat. <laughs> the force at which it would have had to have been thrown a lot. Uh, but uh, you see, Bullseye kill multiple times ahead of time. Uh, the old lady, I always thought, I always thought the old lady killing was funny on the plane. He's like, oh, I killed her with peanuts. But now I'm watching, I'm like, that lady's incredibly racist. This Susie is my son Larry's daughter by his first marriage. She eloped with this semi-colored fella from London. What's the word? Mulatto. Yeah, just let's say he had a little cream in his coffee. I'm kind of glad he was. Nice. But yeah, they kind of almost like set it up like you're kind of glad that he took her out. I never noticed. Like, I didn't pick up on it. Maybe it's just that we are much more aware of things these oh, days. Oh, definitely. And I'm like, oh, back man. then they were being funny. Now it's like, oh, yeah, kill this lady. Getting back to the being dark stuff with this movie, Bullseye, when they introduce him, he kills people just for fun in this. And yeah. that wasn't really a thing they did back then. Like, he just, no. it. like, every time he kills people, he, like, gets as close to them as he can and, like, yeah. breathes in their, like, dying breath. You can tell he's having so much fun. So much fun, in fact, that for a while they made Bullseye in the comics, basically after Colin Farrell's version. Mm-hmm. Like they added the bullseye switched, tattoo uh, on the head. Yeah, Would they you, switched the whole costume style to the movie style for. Yeah, we made it a billion times on the uh, WWE SmackDown. Oh, games. Yeah, we made all these characters on there. I remember that. This yeah. was before they started to try to do a universe thing with everything. Like every movie now that comes out, they're planning like three movies ahead. So yeah. like, I think that's one of the biggest things that was the issue with like the Amazing Spider-Man movies is that like they plan so much stuff into those movies for other sequels mm-hmm. that then they never even get to them. And it's like, okay, sense of the one they're doing. Focus, focus on the movie you're making first and mm-hmm. then sprinkle some stuff. Like these did that a lot of the time. Yeah. Movies and, back then, like this movie, I felt like a lot. It's like, they don't know if they're going to get another movie ever. So they're going to put everything in this one. Yeah. Like the whole daredevil, then fighting Electra because she thinks that, yeah, Daredevil, Electra, Bullseye, Kingpin. We're getting it all right there. Wesley, the... You got a court case. You got Foggy. I did. I forgot Karen Page was in this. She's barely in it. And she's yeah. what, like one of the, the Daredevil main characters, which I'm sure she wow. would have been in it more. She's huge in the show, obviously. But yeah, she's a huge part in the show. And then in the comics. Oh, yeah, I, mean... I forgot she was in. I forgot she was even in this. I don't think she's in the theatrical at all, is she? She is, but not very much. Um, like a shower kind of. Yeah, and, and they the scene at the end of the movie with Foggy and she still does the wow thing, I think, where he thinks it's mom on the note, but then they flip it. Like I, I don't think, think that I don't think that's in theatrical at all. It, okay, see, I again I've I've only watched the director's cut for like the last probably ten years. Yeah, I'm not I'm not hundred percent, but I think that's I think that's new to director's cut because that's Cause I know, with the whole uh case. Cause they wouldn't know. know I know there's they wouldn't some have gone to the house without it. the um without them taking on Coolio as the client. They wouldn't yeah. have gone to the house, so they wouldn't have had that note in the regular one. I yeah, I feel like they get it some other way though, but I might be wrong. Like yeah, I don't I, know either. There because I know some of the Lisa Tazio stuff is mentioned in the theatrical version, mm-hmm. but you don't really know any details of it whatsoever. And the whole thing is like she was with kingpin's right hand guy and he had her killed and she knew stuff about kingpin so it all like mention it in the theatrical and they kind of yeah, like, like it all they expect you to kind of lead you there like where they're going with it but they yeah, don't know anything in this they show you like everything like them doing the investigation of finding out their 
what's going on with that whole situation. So, so on, on top of the playground scene being what people remember the most, <laughs> I would say the second thing people remember the most is Evanescence all over the second half of this movie. They're only get, in it once. No, you get My Immortal and then you get Bring Me to Life. When did they do My Immortal? The funeral scene. Oh, the funeral. Oh, but come on. Come on. That's- you got it. That's two Evanescence songs in like 10 minutes, man. They were, the, they were the hot new hotness, dude. That was like... The montage where Electra's getting ready, Bullseye's getting ready, Daredevil's getting ready to bring me to life. Um, I used to really like it. Now <laughs> I was just kind of like, oh my God. That sequence. It's so... Oh, it's, it, it, like it, We sound like we're dissing it, but that's just what they... they that was just so yeah. standard standard comic book movie back then like you just have yep. that just in there you have to do it well and we never knew at all that electra had uh, not abilities but that she knew any martial arts and all of a sudden this one scene mm-hmm. boom she's a master with she was just she was just the daughter of that dude that rich dude and then all of a sudden boom superhero or yeah. well in the whatever. comics she's She's bad too. I mean, she's an assassin. She's a, yeah, not, much bigger. She's more of a villain in in the book. Yeah, that's not previous to. She's no. Daredevil's Catwoman, basically. If you know, mm-hmm. it's like Daredevil and Elektra, Batman and Catwoman. It's like the same. She's very anti-hero, very mm-hmm. Catwoman kind of. She does good or bad depending on what suits what she's doing, kind of thing. I think Kingpin decides that uh, once he gets rid of Elektra's dad, got to get rid of Elektra. So Bullseye. Obviously. Bullseye needs to uh, go and kill her, and boy, oh, howdy, does he? Uh, he he whoops her ass. You're good, baby. I'll give you that. But me, my magic. Yeah, there's no fight in that. I at forgot all. how one-sided they made that fight, and it's so uncomfortable. It's brutal. It's that's so- that's when I thought to myself, like when I was watching it, I was like, "This is dark." Yeah. Like, this is a dark movie. This is a dude just beating the crap out of a chick. Yeah. And then and the he, chick I mean, has, it's like a, got abilities and, and Bullseye just destroys her. Well, and she destroys Daredevil really. And she, really yeah. Too. Just previous, like literally one minute before, beats Daredevil. Wait. It wasn't me. Stop. It was a hitman named Bullseye. Yeah. In and another good fight. That whole fight sequence, again, back to my point, the practical fighting was amazing in this movie. Yeah, really, really good stuff. Bullseye kills Electra by stabbing her with her own weapon. For my next trick. No! no! Exactly out of the comic book. The shot is almost exactly the same. I remember in the theater being excited about that because I had seen that yeah. artwork from the original book where he had killed her. The only thing that's different in the book, the side goes through her clothes. So you can actually see. Yeah. But in this, they have her clothes kind of push out because she's got like Which, a leather. For some reason, even that, I was like, that just seems brutal, too. Did you um, notice that she had blood coming down her back when she when he throws her off the roof and she rolls? Yeah, I think that's added. I don't think that was in the... I don't think yeah, so either. I noticed it. I was like, oh. The, the director's cut is rated R. I mean, it's a... Yeah. Which makes sense. It's dark, man. It's a dark... I mean, it's really a dark movie. As he as he, he kills her. He toys with her as, he, as yeah. he's killing her. He puts one hand on her back, the other hand on her head, smashing her face into, like, an air duct or something. Yeah. He picks her face up and smashes it down into it before he kills her. And then when he, we kiss, and when he kisses her, it's so gross. As like, she's dying, uh, he kisses yeah. her. Like and she just looks so disgusted mouth, too. Like, like is she knows there's nothing she can do about it. And she's just dying. Oh my god, it was crazy. 
Oh, it's horrible. It's horrible. I I mean, great, but horrible. Um, he's such a good bad guy. It was in this. fantastically horrible. Yeah. And then, you know, from there, like it, it, we go back to the beginning of the movie, basically, where Daredevil is essentially dying. Mm-hmm. And the the scene then when when mm-hmm. Bullseye then go, chucks the then it goes the bad. tray into Daredevil's throat. It's like, oh, God, that part is good. That part is fantastic. Yeah. And then that's the last part that's good with bullseye and daredevil because from then on it is the worst cg fight i've ever seen it's so bad it's i like the concept of it because okay so they're in they're in the organ pipes of this old church which makes a lot of sense because he's bullseye starts hitting them and then it's too much noise for daredevil blah 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 yeah senses can't fantastic idea but it just looks so bad it just looks so bad I mean, how tall is that church supposed to be? Uh, exactly. It's like a cliff. Yeah, they falls at one point for like 30 seconds. They do not like get the perspective right at all in that. They didn't and it care looks at all. terrible. They didn't I mean, they look about it. When they're like hopping between the pipes, I'm like, what the <laughs> hell? It's, it's like part, a Mario Brothers game. The part where he gets them with the billy club and they're both swinging from the pipe. Yeah. Choking each other. It's so. It's it, the background. Yeah, it, it's like it's, so it's like fake. from the like 1990s where they just put a screen behind them to be the background. Yeah, absolutely. It so looks bad. just like that. It looks like anybody's Zoom call these days. It's absolutely exactly what it looks like. It's, it's like so if me bad. and you, it's like if me and you had green screens and there was a Zoom yeah. call background behind us and we were trying like choking each other from different places. It's such a horrible part. And then you get the flipping scene that we talked about earlier, and mm-hmm. you know Ben Affleck gets the, gets the jump on on Bullseye. I do like how he throws him out of the. Uh, out of the window and he lands on the car. Mm-hmm. Um, the you know one character we haven't talked about that's pretty much essential in this whole movie is Ben Urich. Uh, I was going to say earlier that Ben Urich is in a it, lot in this version. That dude's awesome. I he's great in everything, and he was in a lot mm-hmm. of stuff right at this time. It was sort of like a resurgence of his character, yeah, or, as the actor. But uh, I love the Ben Urich character in the comics. I think he's really good in the movie. He's a huge um, part of the books. Yeah, he, he and, and, he's, and not just Daredevil, like Marvel in general. He's in all this. He's in Spider Man a lot, and yeah, there is. Ben the does like three different things in this movie. He has like three yeah. different stories going at the same time, which is and they and they do a really really good job of and they merge together and a, and it all makes sense because mm-hmm. um, he helps them. He's doing the Kingpin. He's investigating Kingpin. He's in, doing the the trial that Matt's involved in, mm-hmm. and he's trying to figure out who daredevil is so they've got him yeah. doing three different things as a pretty minor side character really and it all ties together like, yeah and he just ties everything together like in a crazy really well done way i thought do you know what part i really didn't like this time what i remember everybody was like whoa like super cool at the beginning okay i keep going back to this fight scene in the bar but i was just I, whatever i love it uh he chases the bad guy out and then lets the bad guy die number one Let's yes. him die by a subway train running him over. Hey, that light at the end of the tunnel? Guess what? That's not heaven. I'm gonna, I'm gonna. That's the sea train. I'm gonna. He definitely flirts with almost being a bad guy. That scene when everybody, when they're investigating that crime scene and Yurik throws the cigarette down in it. It's the flame. It makes the, the, flaming the ED logo in the yeah. flames. Why would he do that? I didn't like that. It doesn't make any all, sense. I don't think there is a, a an extra sense that he has where he could have perfectly made two Ds. <laughs> and why? And, I know. There's no reason for him to. And I remember the director's like, I like the crow. 
That was his. That's a hundred percent. It's a hundred percent a crow ripoff. The uh, the final fight with Kingpin and Daredevil is pretty oh, brutal too. Daredevil. So I like that. All the pra- again, all the practical fights are amazing, yeah. and this one's hundred yeah. percent practical. They don't do any CGI, and it's great. And it's and sudden. Did you notice that all the good fights they just end suddenly with like yeah. one cool move, and then it's over? Mm-hmm. I thought that was great. But Kingpin's got some weird water system thing for looks. His office and is very weird. He's got a yeah. strange office. So Daredevil breaks him open so the water's flying so he can quote unquote see better, and then so everything's cool. slick. Everything like slick, the static so he, effect to it. He basically like when you're in the pool, Jay, you wouldn't know about this, but I'm for everybody else. Sorry. Okay. But uh it's like when you're in the pool and you're on the edge and then you kick off to like shoot yourself back. Daredevil basically does that off the wall and just like and just kicks his knees backwards. It's and great. I love the it. Fight. It just happens like that. It's amazing. Yeah. It's so quick. Also, you're a son of a bitch. Um <laughs> it's uh Daredevil just basically leaves him and the cops come and arrest him for uh being part of the murder of Lisa Tazio and uh interconnect all that that yeah the murder thing with uh this assistant Wesley and Ben Urick basically yeah ties it all together and then tips off everybody and then they come for him. Yeah otherwise in the theatrical cut like the police are just there and there's mm-hmm. really no explanation. And I mean not that there really needed to be one but when the fact then that we're presented with the real reason that it, like, it, it made it better this? And, you know, I think they wanted it short because, you know, those movies were shorter back then. And you look at like any superhero movie now. It's like They thought back then that you could have it run that long and have people yeah, be interested for that long. It's rare to find that being a very under, big thing. It's so strange to see a movie under two hours now, especially a superhero movie. Yeah. Nowadays, and, I think they know they're like, oh, people will watch however long you need to make it. If it's a superhero <laughs> movie back then, they were still just like unconfidence in superhero movies. Do you remember yeah, that? Yeah, and the whole vibe, like, it's, oh, I don't know, it's a superhero movie. It could go either way. Well, I remember this one being really long, and then I and then I was like, oh, it's only two hours and 15 minutes. Like, that's not that long. And I'm like, they totally could have made this movie now, and it would have been so much better. I think that this yeah. was, a, and it's still not a perfect version of Daredevil. I think if you want a perfect version of Daredevil, you watch the Netflix show. This is a lot closer than I remember it being, though. But I I do very much recommend the director's cut of Daredevil. I don't know that you really need to watch the regular one, but I think if you have a chance to see the director's cut, it's a whole new world. I've heard the yeah. Punisher director's cut's really good, too, and I've never watched that. Uh, I think I did, but I honestly don't remember anything about it. This one was memorably different. I mean, this was mm-hmm. a much better version of Daredevil, and I think Colin Farrell's amazing in it. I like the cast all together. I think the cast really works well together. I love mm-hmm. any scene with Matt Murdock and Foggy. Uh, I think they're great. Um, the amazing in this movie outweighs the ridiculous. Yeah, for sure. And I, by a long shot. I know we, I know we've been making fun of and kind of talking trash about all that stuff. That's ridiculous about it, but yeah, really the story is fantastic. The story is really, really all good. The practical fights. I mean, other than the fights with bullseye where they're doing like, it's basically a hundred percent CG other than yeah. those fights. The other fights are brutal and yeah, and really well choreographed and really fun. The whole courtroom subplot is really good. It's quick. It's not too much. You know what I mean? Like they don't, mm-hmm. they don't spend half of the movie, you know, investigating or whatever. I mean, it, they do it really succinctly, but it, it really, it really adds a lot to all a lot of characters. Give uh, give this a shot. I think uh, I, I think it's it's quite good. It's it, if anything, it's a nostalgia trip for the early two thousands 
superhero movies. Like I said, I'll fight anybody. Like I will argue with you about this movie. Daredevil's good. You can come at me with that playground scene because I'll tell you what, that bar fight scene at the beginning trumps I have argued with many people since 2003 about this movie that everybody craps on it. I'm like, it's way better than you're giving it credit for, especially the director's cut. I will hands down say, you know, it's funny. I posted a picture of this movie on my Instagram and it's one of the most liked pictures I've posted before. So yes, I swear. Other than like if I post a baby or a cat, other than that, well, uh, Daredevil, Daredevil is like ruling everything. I'm like, why does this keep getting likes? This was awesome. It's been way too long since we've talked. Uh, right. Clearly, we've gone thus, over thus an hour and a half. We spent talking about this movie. No, it's it's been great. Uh, you were my very first radio uh, co-host. Uh, you I, hey, I got into radio. If you like yeah. this dude, if you like this dude, it's because of me. Just remember yeah. that. Yeah, it was Cyrus who was on the Mortal Kombat episode. Is mm-hmm. like the grandfather of me being in radio, and then you would. Be the fa- I'm not gonna say that. I'm That's your daddy. Weird. Say it. I'm not gonna say you're my daddy. Your radio daddy. You're not my radio change. daddy. I'm gonna change. I'm gonna change all of my social medias and stuff to Jay's radio daddy. This is gonna be my new handle. This I regret everything about this episode. Bullseye. <laughs> the Rewatch Podcast is an Alpha Media production.